historically, um, a Buddha is quite different from other starters of religions who come once to one thing and are also seen to be persons or beings with a certain, let's say, personal agenda. Actually, in Buddha, Buddhas are all the same. When mind has been purified of all its stiff ideas, all its mixed feelings and so on, there is no longer any separation between the energy and awareness in ourselves and in the world everywhere. And this experience of mind, which appears there, naturally expresses itself as fearlessness, knowing that mind has not been made and cannot be destroyed, that it's not a thing that cannot be harmed in any way, as joy at looking at the free power of mind, all the things he can do, experience, all the things happening inwardly and outwardly, and also active compassion, doing the things that benefit others. Somebody who totally expresses these three qualities, fearless intuition, spontaneous joy and active compassion, and, uh, and active compassion which is really what we call a Buddha. So, in order to bring this, Buddhas appear every time there is intelligent life. Every time people, beings, have a surplus of, of mind capacity for thinking beyond their own little, uh, own little world and looking beyond their own nose tips, where we can go into vast views, then a Buddha manifests. And it's said that a thousand times while there's intelligent life on this earth, a Buddha will appear. Our present Buddha is the fourth. If we look at these teachings, we can say that they work in five levels. First, people realize very quickly that simply it's, they're open, you know, they understand, they have results very quick. Then they have to meditate. After the meditation, they try to do it by taking the head through first, the intellectual way through study, which of course is not so effective and often some spiritual pride appears, you know, which is not so good. Then after that, there is what you can call the, well, the well, the ritual level where you still know what to do, but you've forgotten the feeling. And then there's a period called the leftovers, and now it's gone like that. And then we're waiting for the next Buddha to come, and a new period of high culture where again a lot of people are liberated or enlightened even. So if we look at what a Buddha teaches, we can say that they all that. It doesn't quite fit into the different schedules or different systems that we have today. It goes beyond, for instance, psychology, because it takes us to a per uh, psychology takes us from bad dreams to good dreams, and Buddha wakes us up. It also goes on the other side of philosophy, because it gives us things that can be directly experienced, not just formal things, but actual things that can be experienced. And we must also say it is not a religion, it's not looking to get back to a paradise we fell out of, because we think we've always been confused. Mind has always been like an eye that could look outside but couldn't see itself. And because of that, then, it's not a question of finding something we lost. It's finding something we had all the time but were not able to see. And here we compare the difference between a Buddha and a normal person, <coughs> in the way that a normal person sees all the pictures, but the Buddha also sees the mirror where they come and go. normal person sees uh, waves, you know, Buddha is aware of the ocean. 
a normal person see the things, outer and inner things happening in mind. The Buddha sees that space which makes them possible, that awareness which can know them, and the fact that the space awareness are unlimited. So this is the difference with the Buddha and ordinary awareness. Lama Uli Naidal has founded over 560 Diamond Way Karmakaju centers around the world. These centers are operated on the basis of friendship and idealism dedicated to making the crown jewel of the Buddhist teachings available to modern society. For more information or to find a center near you, visit www.diamondway.org.